Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, which, ugh, God bless, definitely is ripe for the season and maybe a little sour, but also definitely juicy. And at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Ha 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 ha. Hi! So today we're talking 90 Day Fiance Season 10 Episode Five committed in matrimony. Remember, it was these two lovers, and now they're committed in matrimony. Isn't that great? It's just <laughs> like this feels like I've never been, you know, a teacher in school, but you know how like you can imagine that like some teachers just get essays just full of like the most flowery words just to basically be like, I didn't do the assignment. This is kind of like how it's been. Like obviously it's following the pattern of a ceremony that you're about to get married to, but it's like too many big words. Uh, that's how, that's how I feel about it, especially for this cast. Uh, Rob the Knob and Sophie is who I'd like to start with. Uh, and um, nothing but- says not no, but like uh, using trying to like you know make yourself grander than you than you are. Go on, right? By by co-signing and talking about Beyonce and Jay Z as though that has anything to do with your life. Okay, before we get started, Chris, I do think that we have some announcements. Oh, yeah. You're right. Ding 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 ding. So how how quickly we forget. So the announcement <laughs> we just talked about it. Literally <laughs> just talked about it. Uh, uh, okay, so the announcements that we have is number one, your girls did a little collabu wabbies with the reality gaze because unfortunately our good friend, uh, our best friend, if you will, <laughs> Poodle slash Jake <laughs> is a little sicky wicky. So we stepped in and we assisted. Uh, our, yeah, that's Wa talking, by the way. You might friend. think it's me because of how many abbreviations she's doing. That whole time was Wa. She was like giving, she was giving you Chris cosplay. Go ahead, go on. Yes, uh, there was a sicky wicky, and you know the. <laughs> Coops the dupes. Kalabi Wabbies. <laughs> Sounds like some sort of like taco pookie, pokey place. Anyway, yes. Um, so uh, Jake was ill. And so Matt asked us to step in. And so we did. And we had a fabulous time. Mm-hmm. And for our patrons and some of their patrons, there will be some content, uh, which is the visuals of what you listened to or listen to when you listen to their episode of season 10 episode 5 will be available on our Patreon so our patrons get that visual so that'd be super super awesome but please you guys go on over to their podcast Reality Gaze anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to episode 5 featuring Docky Sweeties mm-hmm. um, and side note is every time that we do a collab with them we call it reality sweeties. Yeah. yeah anyway, but cute. they're not um, into that as much as we are, but God bless. Okay. <laughs> Chris, you can do the second announcement. Uh-huh. So the second announcement is because I totally <laughs> remember what it is. Don't even worry about it. Don't <laughs> know what it is. We have our own live tomorrow. So yeah, obviously, if you're a sweetie, if you are in uh, our Patreon, which now you're going to get, obviously, what Wa says is you get to see the live stream that we did with them. You'll also get our own little you know, girl sleepover style first Monday of the month Patreon live, which will happen tomorrow. And we have picked the beautiful time of 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Central Time, which and other places just make her just do the math. I don't have to tell you. Um, 
so yeah, yeah. That's, that's been that's been lovely for us and we've been we were excited for that and um we can't wait to spend some time with the peeps and we would love to see your faces and we'll actually not see your faces mostly just like talk to you we haven't uh, been able to we can't see people's faces yet right no, we can't. So join us, no. okay? Join us yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, you can see us. I, I promise. Well, listen, I, this is what I'll promise you. Skincare. I'll mm-hmm. promise you. Oh, yeah. No, this. You're going to see. I mean, obviously, you always see our, my ba- my bare face. When's the last time I put makeup on? But um, now having said that, I'll get like I'll suddenly just have like full glam just sitting in front of you like a drag queen. But um, yeah, it'll be like a little, you know, talky talk talk. And we want to like hear about anything that you want to talk about too over the shows or your lives like we're definitely down to engage so having said that um won't you engage with us with 90 fiance committed matrimony and these engagements so here we are here we are um this woman and this gentleman in some are a mess are a mess made in in picking only based upon a visual Instagram thought process. Yes, thought process where something is real and something is not. And it's like they live in the Instagram world even though they're in the real world. So like for some reason, even if she's going to a bathroom not in the same room, it's like she can't. It's like any one of us would be like, oh, get out. But for some reason, she's still caught up in his eyes and whatever Instagram picture she thought of and what her idea of L.A. is, which that's what I, I want to talk about this episode for them. Rob and Sophie. Oh, sure. Rob and Sophie. Rob the knob. Sorry. I had said it. We can just whatever. God bless. Um, starts hot off of their big Dave and Buster's bust. <laughs> bust up it's a david buster's bust up um i don't even know how that happened babe because nothing but joy happens at that place i mean yeah. and, and for years yeah so it's a fantastic place i mean even though people bring their children there which i wish that there was a david buster's that was 21 and over but go ahead well in la there was a place called barcade but i'm sure there's mm. like i wonder if there's other o- options it's yeah. so funny that it is a run over by children and of course their whole f- fight is over children which is like but it's like this thing where rob it you know rob is lost is a lost soul on this earth who thinks for him to make his life better he just has to check certain boxes one box for a rob is a hot girlfriend period however way however by hell or by hot high water one other thing will be a million dollars no matter how it comes because it's not going to be a career that feeds him It'll just be money. He could, he could, I mean, you know, for Rob, it's like if he could hustle and sell Airbnbs and that, like, remember how everyone was like, oh yeah, we're just going to invest a bunch of money, buy up a bunch of houses and do Airbnbs the rest of our life. It's like Airbnbs, like basically, you know, nothing now. Anyway, God bless. So it's like one of those guys. And then the third thing would be like, have a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that looks like me. You know, it's, it's so where his own responsibility and how he's going to get from either one and what, which one, what they mean to him and how they feed him is not part of the equation because it's about the end result and not a, and no understanding of the process. This seems really easy for me to see. And then if I ever like want to implement that in my own life, it's very fucking hard. But anyway, well, yes, Rob starts out this episode with being like, babe, you want some coffee and we don't know how he's making coffee in this roached in. <gasps> and- it's not Razvan. It's not Razvan coffee in his. Remember, like a Razvan coffee in like a modern little like kitchen, yep. honey. Yes, this is done on the top of a dresser, and 
she is either ignoring him or doesn't hear him because by the time she she does get his he does get her attention she's like oh yes babe and then uh they go outside and wait 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 she's wearing i caught them the buffalo plaid target pajamas how do i say this okay are these his pajamas are these her pajamas if they are her pajamas she's not rich and no one talks about no one talks about anymore She's not rich. She's not rich. I have a question. Say Why it. do you call them Buffalo plaid? It's just the name of it. Oh, I don't, like, I, I'm not assigning that name. Oh, okay. It's like houndstooth is the name of that print. That is exactly. called, that print is called Buffalo plaid, not right. just regular plaid. Okay. Right. Or played. If you were a Scottish a tartan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh. Or if you spoke the Gallic. Mm-hmm. the Gallic of the of the Scottish Highlanders all right um so yes yeah, so she's I guess doing as a Buffalo Americans do and wearing Buffalo plaid and they go outside and they start to have a conversation about the kids subject and it's it, as Chris was saying it's just so interesting to have a conversation about kids when you are so far away from being able to even afford them when you have done nothing to secure a situation in where a child might be able to be reared in a sanitary environment, an open sanitary environment. So for you to be mad at her about not wanting to have kids when she's only 23 and you are the old fogey who doesn't have a shit together, only has a two-seater, how are you even upset about kids when you have prepared nothing for them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so she talks about actually physically having kids about being scared about physically having kids and if he was open to adoption and he says no he wants you know little mini me's then they start talking about surrogacy and everyone in the audience is like surrogacy is for rich people which you two are not seemingly so so why are we even have why are we even having a surrogacy conversation like when when uh, armando and kenny have a surrogacy surrogacy conversation we're like okay they got money mm-hmm. <laughs> but these mm-hmm. two brokeity brokes we're like you don't even have money so we don't understand like where the point of this conversation is That's true. uh so anyway they decide on that might be an option for them if they become millionaires one day and the next scene is her getting ready to go out and then there's that classic old 90 day fiance theme of the girl taking so long to get dressed meanwhile the man only needs 30 minutes and as a child of a male who i have witnessed getting ready it should take you an hour you shower you shave you boop you uh Right. Just you got it. Uh-huh. You uh trim, you know what I'm saying? You like trim the beard. Or shave. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Or, sh- or yeah, shave. Yeah. yeah, your face. Uh then you put on the aftershave if that's your bag, because I have a boomer dad. Uh and then you like put on the cologne. Then you go and you iron your clothes if they're not ironed already. Okay, that's part of that part. Then you put the clothes on. You stand in the mirror and then you take your time deciding what shoes to wear and what jacket to wear. And then you put your shoes on and you stomp in your shoes and then you sit, turn to your wife and you go, Dinethel, are you ready? And then your wife says, almost. And that process takes at least an hour. Does it not, Chris? 
he stomps in his shoes just to make sure like they, they feel good that day yeah uh, unfortunately my dad doesn't wear those shoes that often right like those are the dress shoes like he's normally in a pair of like work boots so like stomping in the shoes kind of just like livens the fabric up. Li livens that leather up <laughs> okay live livens <laughs> that wingtip leather shoe that he's also buffed out like I've, I've watched my dad every time he wears his dress shoes because he doesn't wear them every day he has to shine them so when a man tells me that it only takes him 30 minutes to get dressed i'm always very suspicious what have you done sir not enough your prep game must be really intense like you said but yeah like also you know she's she has not a bathroom <laughs> like how this woman also he like oh, i just i i cannot have this conversation again yeah like look look at her I don't know what anyone thinks, like what Igor thinks. Like you've know, been seeing this woman every day. Every time you go to dinner and you see, sat across from that person and you acknowledge the hair and the makeup and the outfit and everything, like how could you think it would take two seconds? And also, if you are Rob and you've been on God's green earth for like 30 years, you have to understand and I know that he understands it because it obviously affects his ego, that he is not providing an adequate dressing room for this woman there's not a much less a vanity honey there's like not a bathroom no vanity she can't put her makeup on somewhere there's no outlets for the various uh, tools she needs to use you know in order to get everything done by her there's not good lighting you know like there's she can't even like wash her hands or get some water on a tissue if she needs like I, it's just everything every part of it is just not conducive to understanding the needs of a beauty prioritizing individual. <laughs> is that the way a good way to say it? I, that There's, is very good. You know, here's the thing. There's so you don't have to do that. You know, like there's there's you know there's so many women that are natural goes and goes. You know, like and having said that, I think that most I I want for most women there to be in an attached bathroom. So it's like unless you really want to give me your like a van life adventure lady, and I won't you know then live your life. I won't yuck your yum or whatever. But like I want there to be attached bathrooms for anyone. But you know for wherever you wherever you are in your beauty prep or whatever it's obvious that this person's doing a whole ass lot i mean we and i can't even talk about because i won't because it feels obsessive why i don't get to see her natural hair like what i get to see instead what she's doing to like not have that hair there is in in this scene specifically outside before she starts getting ready for the club okay let's get to the club though so then it basically we have a very fun conversation where she's like you never go to a club are you yeah you know, i'd love to go to a club in london you know london town clubs my favorite you know whatever and he's like well babe uh clubs in la you gotta pay a hundo which makes a which is like a whole bunch of things right a you do have to pay a hundred dollars at some clubs to enter, but that also means that you absolutely have no connects, whatever. And you definitely are not rolling with anyone of any value monetarily. And I'm not saying you mon monetary value is the only thing, but if you're going to roll into a club, there's got, there's, I mean, how come mine doesn't do that? Okay, sorry. If you're on Patreon, you know what just happened, and we're gonna have to edit this out. Which is that I keep streaming, and for some reason, things happen to me when I make certain gesticulations. So I can't do anything now. I'm just like in a hellhole. Okay, so no, I want mine to do that too. Why does not mine do that? <laughs> I'm just, I'm like, I have to sit on my hands. I have to sit on my hands because every time it happens, I get very distracted. I know, I know. Oh, okay. 
so we also know that like people buy bottles at clubs and sit at a certain place and that's thousands of dollars so there's that person too who's you know and that that's obviously not rob there are so many things that 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 brings up and it's so interesting like what he is who he does i he won't say what he's trying to do with his life now we as investigators were like i'm assuming that you want to be a star you want to be a star and so you're here in la thinking whatever means necessary which into your mind you know probably means actor or whatever like i'm sure people enough told you that you're good looking that you're like where is this happening for me i don't know if he's ever had a commercial agent i don't know if he was been in a commercial i don't know where he is in life he's taken an improv class he's tried has this is he is he working scripts is he in the acting class is he just put i mean to me it seems like this person takes shirtless selfies and then goes on instagram and then pays certain pages to promote his pictures and that's what he does for a living or tries to build up every time that he gets an extra $15 but mostly those $15 should have been saved for a fucking bathroom why okay so I think that what he does is he just sends videos of him oh wait let's get there okay okay I love you so they're at the place and she's going to invite her friend Sarai and he's gonna invite his friend Torai um not to be confused with uh tori uh they won't you know there's an apostrophe in there and this friend tori he is very very skeptical of women he thinks that they are capable of anything uh and he's talking to the cameras and his eyes are open and so is his mouth if you're on patreon you can see the picture that i screen grabbed for him he is a toxic male (laughs) rob is a toxic male which makes sense they're friends and just the whole conversation about Rob not going to clubs, like I get it. Cl- to me, I'm not a club person. I don't think that the club scene in LA is worth it. Not at all. I think that I would rather go to Billy's. I don't know if it still exists in New York City. I would rather go to a small like hip hop venue in New York and pay like 40 bucks entry and then dance my balls off. Uh, maybe... Something in Eastern Europe I might be cool to go. Like um, Berlin? Yeah. Like, I think, like, I would do something like that, you know? I oh, I gotta go to a club in Berlin. Yeah. <gasps> for the, for the experience, have right? Titties out. Titties out with, like, just, like, black duct tape over your titties, you know? Like, oh, my God. I, I mean, yes. But not in L.A. Oh, no. In in America, I mean, for sure, my thing is, like, in New York and L.A., like, if if you want to take – if you want me to go out with you – you promised me just like a night at a beautiful hotel bar restaurant, like mm-hmm. in that kind of like, or beautiful restaurant. But like, if you, you know, the kind of bars or restaurants are just like those kind of, I need like a beautiful long dinner, maybe that has a bar situation and or a hotel bar for me to like be interested. You know what I would love? What? I would love a recreation of like a forties, like band, like big band situation where you had tables and you got a table and there was someone like Ella Fitzgerald or there was Louis Armstrong doing the band and it was like a two-hour set and you just had a two-hour meal service I would love that where you could get up and go dance and then you can come back and sit and order more champagne and you always had a oh you know what's was the also the coolest thing about one of the cooler things about those moments Every table had a fucking phone on it. Do you remember that? And this is what you would do. The way you would, the way you could flirt is you could just 
the tables. Is call the table and not have to worry about walking over there or being awkward. Is there a like? There's just something very hot to this. This is what is. This is what's hot about it. You're sitting at a table. You're living your life. You look over at a different table, and you make eye contact, and then you're like, "Oh, what's that? Who's that? Well, oh, okay, I see you." But I'm just gonna look away and just kind of do back my life. I don't can't stare at someone like I'm on a bus uh, in Greece or something. And then you look back, oh, and you're still looking. And then from there, honey, a ring a ding ding. Uh. And then, or can I tell you what's even classier? What sudden? Not a ring a ding ding. That happened, and then suddenly the waiter comes over and he's like, "Would you like a drink? It'd be uh, from table 14." Absolutely. And then, and then you go, "Yes." Can I have a French 75? And then they bring it, and then you have a first sip, and then, and then a ring a ding. To them. Yeah, you go like that, and then a ring a ding ding, and you go, mm -hmm. "Thank you so much for this beautiful drink. How lovely and gracious you are!" And then this person says, "I fancy you." Uh, nah. <laughs> uh, no, they don't say that. They're like, um, "How's your evening? Lovely. Hey, hey, hey. <gasps> made you, more made more lovelier by you. Your dress is so striking." It's um, a, a Madam XTA. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> anyway, this is a great fantasy. That's what I want uh, to experience. And then I would love to get on a train and uh, do like a train uh, through the Swiss Alps. But anyways, yeah, that's, not, that's not Orient what Express. Rob, yeah, right? that's not what Rob is about. Oh, are we so, talking about Rob still? Yeah. Oh. So they go inside uh, the club and oh, yeah. Sarai gets there and she looks exactly like whatever Sophie and so now you know it's some kind of look that they're going for which is like blondes who are obviously not blondes and their hair looks kind of ratty we can't see the roots is it a wig it might be and it's not a good one I don't think they look alike I think they're again like Sophie has like a whole thing for older people shots 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 they take shots and Sophie's like I'm not going to tell anyone that I'm bisexual they talk about bumble yeah, this um, this is a this is a very tired producer led conversation that Tori has taken to be his only objective in this scene, which is, I saw you on a dating website and you think it was on the friend side only, but I think it was on the dating side because how would I have seen you since I don't want to be friends with you? And she's like, but I was only there. See, this person is who I made, and yet we also know that she's bi and she hasn't told anyone. And then in this moment. The this reveal to us is also to me a that Sarai or no wait what's her name Sarai Sarai the forty two year old forty two year old I mean she's older than Rob and I God bless Sarai I don't know and we don't know if Sarai is bi and or a lesbian and that is how they met because we've been knowing that Sophie is bi she's already been saying it and so this whole Bumble thing felt like a weird thing where in fact she did meet Sarai for you know lady time which God bless so but then. She has to, Sarai's like, no, I, I was in the front depth. And then Tori, Tori, whatever. I, I hate him, whatever. Tori, or whatever, Tori, whatever. Tori is like, are you gay? And she's like, no. And then Sophie's like, not even Sarai knows that I'm bi. See? And then cut to, she's like, I'm not going to tell three people that I'm bi. I'm not, not the time to come out. Yeah, it's never the time to do anything in Sophie's. It's not the time to talk about children when you're at David Buster. It's definitely not the time to talk about your sexuality while you're at a hot, sexy club. I mean, so Sophie doesn't, you know, God bless. And then, uh, yeah. you want to move on? We got to move on. Yeah, I can't believe it. We've. Do you want to go have a commercial? <laughs> 
Wait, wait, wait. First We're of all, not even done, Chris. We okay, gotta well, move on. So then this girl has the next morning, she's oh. like, I had a dream. They're like, oh, Sophie, yeah. tell me what's going on. She's like, I had to dream uh, that he, he was cheating on me. So I said, I never looked through his phone. So I was like, let me look through Rob's phone. So I went through his phone. I went through Instagram, nothing. Then I went through more, more and I went to this nothing. other- Nothing. <sighs> and then I went, I went through more and then I got to this other uh, app, which she didn't tell us what the fucking app was. I got to this other app and then I see this him and he's just been sending videos, asking for videos, just, just disgusting, disgusting videos from other women where they're like doing things to themselves. And he's sending videos back where he's just like wanking off, which I'm sorry as I say it, but he was wanking off, which is why he hasn't been asking for those kind of videos from me. Which I think that she's just on. I think that she is a ninety day. I'm sorry. I think that she is an OnlyFans model. Oh. Mm. And so then the she has video that she surreptitiously took of him during. She's like, just take me somewhere. Take me to a hotel, which is where she should have been the whole time. And he's like, listen, I haven't cheated on you, okay? I'm not perfect. But I swear I haven't cheated. And he's like, she's like, no, Rob, you can't take pictures of other, see other pictures of women, blah, 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 blah. And I just think to myself, like, would I be upset if a guy that I was a fiance to was sending pictures of him, videos of himself masturbating to other women? I just want to know because of the because of the place that I'm in in my life. Like, if you're not actually fucking them, then like whatever. But like, I should know about it at least. Go ahead. You know what? I don't know for sure she does OnlyFans. I just went to her Instagram. Not someone had told me that, but her Instagram links are TikTok, fan bases, Twitch, and Cameo. And on her things, she's she seems to be selling everything but like her fitness and diet plan, her beauty and hair secrets. Um, beauty and hair. Sorry. No, that was loud. <laughs> no, it was loud. But her hair secrets, and I do it all the time with you. Her hair secrets are uh are m- bl- hair nightmares hair nightmares i want hers because it's like uh, oh god there are so many right like there's just so many like this woman if she oiled those curly locks and just gave us what she what god intended to give us which is the most beautiful curly hair i mean even like one point out she's outside with rob and rob's in cornrows and i'm like that'd be better than what you're doing not this matte blonde okay uh okay so basically yeah so then she gets herself her new place okay she's like i had to move out i had to move out now where she's living now looks gorgeous almost like third street it's like a spanish style thing like she has everything it's like the most beautiful lighting like bathroom i'm like how did this happen is this production what is this so and I'm, it, but this is where it gets super crazy because she's 23 this person is not right for her and it's like you're so rich you live a fabulous life in london just go fucking home but she's like i just don't know what to do i just don't know what to do it's not so much and he cheated on me or whatever it's more like well, what's gonna happen to me now and it's like up oh, just fucking what go to lax this is what you do now you uber black to lax you go to the tom bradley terminal with your like pink luggage you're like off-brand toomies and then you get on a virgin atlantic virgin america flight i don't know what kind of like you know british airways flight fine do it you go 10 hours to london 10 hours to london that's how you do it that's how that's what you do next i and, and but the fact that she doesn't the fact that she's like what do i do now do i i have to leave in a month or whatever i'm like oh this whole thing has been you 
devising a way to be in LA. Like that's why back when the conversation happened with the kids, she was just like, I just want to be with you because being with him means she's here doing whatever. It's why she's okay with the bathroom and like that. Like, I think that this is just, you know, again, that I don't have much sympathy for her, even though I hate Rob so much only because I think they're both wanting bad things for themselves and they're just going to learn a lesson, which is that this is not how you do it. You're I'm right. talking about them. I'm done too. Oh my God, you guys, we have got a new couple. New couple alert. New mm -hmm. couple alert. Okay, <laughs> you guys, we have got, uh, this. I mean, this is what 90 Day Fiance is all about, don't you think? We have mm -hmm. got Clayton and Annalie. <sighs> it starts exactly how we have grown to love. The introduction of an eccentric character in the 90 day world. This is how you do it. First of all, it's the eccentric character is either top of the show first episode that starts it or like this, a beautiful little nugget that happens later. And what it is, is ridiculous B music. In this case, we got Hawaiian music for no reason. It's like Hawaiian, like, ding, 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 like I don't know, like, ukulele music again he's nowhere near hawaii but it's plucky enough that we're like what is this thing and then of course it's a grown-ass man playing with the biggest guinea pigs of natural life i mean maybe the, i mean huge these kinds of i said this a little bit sorry in the reality gaze episode but when we watched princess bride growing up all of us multiple times and he goes to that forest with the incredibly big rodents ss whatever they call them and he has to kill one and it dies the way it dies that is a very accurate reference for how big these guinea pigs are so it's like okay well he loves them and they're in firehouse fireman uniform so already like this person's a little bananas right away it's not just them but they have crazy names it's baby pig and chocolate and then it's like two chihuahuas that have sombreros on and you're just like this is a little much this is a little much so you're like who is this man and what is he you know and like Already, the chihuahuas and the sombreros also give you a hunch that someone else is at foot in this household. It can't all be this man. There's, There are two mental states that come together to make sure that all of these animals are A, overly pluck and overly, overly big, and also B, dressed the way they are. Now, we had been teased about this. He does have a roommate. It is in his walk-in closet, his mother, who my loves has been plopped down in a walk-in closet for the last three years because she is saving money to move out when we all know, no, she's never moving out. When she and this gentleman walked around and saw that, she's like, I can live here. She thought, and die here. And and I she mean did. it. <laughs> she did. She has absolutely, and I mean this, no intent to ever leave that closet ever. 
And we've been knowing that the moment we saw her. Then she opened yeah. her mouth, and then we were like, "Oh, I wonder yeah. what's happening." Yep. Then we were nope. like, "Oh, I wonder yep. what's happening there too." Like, I wonder if there's like a history of some other interesting things that happened there, you know? And this is where I'm going to be honest. I almost there is a huge privilege of like dental health care and healthcare and the, the way that you know, like teeth. You know, we see it over in love, love after lock of the way that teeth and that kind of stuff. Uh, interacts with society is like a could be a classist or classist thing so i do feel mm-hmm. somewhat bad talking about this but it's just it, it's hard it, yeah yeah you know i yeah. i yeah anyway yeah Rock. no so yeah they let me swoop in <laughs> Bye! <laughs> no you're right but also there are choices made because that son now has great insurance and so they're there he's offered he cares and he realizes what happened to him and he was like I, and she chose to live in a closet so there is a certain level that she is at that's where she's at she is at living in her son and he keeps saying walk in a closet that's a regular closet oh that's no a slightly well, no, big, no no it's no a slightly no, bigger right. closet but it's not it's not by any definition of the word walk in walk-in okay and then also there are scenes i don't know if they like gopro to camera to the upper right hand corner to where they can get the scenes of her just laying in this space how they get those or there's a cameraman just in the corner trying to get that scene just in there with her up against the wall help 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 help. trying to get that scene um she collects corks she collects jewelry she collects um other things and she has at least one that they would show us storage now you know she has more (laughs) don't let them fool us she has more uh and this is the problem that annalee is walking into and the son is helpless to it and he has had so much trauma in his life and he has manifest that trauma in overweight chihuahuas and get 10 guinea pigs um so i'm just like i just need to talk about one thing okay when the storage space opens rolls up and it is to the brim filled with small boxes like it's like the boxes that either like paper comes in like or shoe boxes like it's like it's not like it's so what what it is is little things just little things that this person keeps thinking i can't get rid of this put it in a box put it in there just like it's not big items it's not a couch it's papers and knickknacks and paddy wax it's (laughs) give a dog there's bones there are bones in there and it might be dogs yeah it might be cats you know like it brought up everything like he says that she's not a hoarder but she has hoarder tendencies i mean in my mind, he knows what it looks like. He knows he has to get his thing out of the way. One other thing about him, interestingly enough, is that he, you know, he's, okay, so he is, I think he said an engineer. He's some kind of cybersecurity something. Yeah, cybersecurity something, and I said maybe engineer, like compute, like, you know, person obviously knows computers. Works you know, from home. Works from home. It seems like he makes a decent amount of living you know mm-hmm. like so i think that he even i he, i'm not he it must be living obviously within his means and he i'm glad he is because he has to be taking care of his mother and i saying obviously within his means because i mean it isn't like he tried to get his mother her own room correct i think he's living below his means i think oh. that he because he's in kentucky in a one bedroom by choice like he could have three years he could have lived somewhere else so his mother could get a room 
And I think it's because he's just chosen. It's fine. It's one of those. It's fine. I think it's better than what he must have when been raised with. Absolutely. So well, so that's like, it. That's if it, I right. get a bigger space, she'll just fill it with junk. So I might as well just let her stay in this little space. And then his best friend, Cameron, who, I mean, obviously is in the same level of nerddom as him, but like is, is very cute. Cameron, who has never spent a penny to see in person, not a morsel of a money to go see that man in person. Who knows where Penny Kirk, uh, Cameron lives. And also we know that this man has played so much of this one video game that it, it has accumulated to two years of his life. A little over two years of his life. He has all of the, everything that you can get in this level of this game. He's been in every nook and cranny of it. He's gotten all the power ups, all of the outfits, all of the hats, all the shoes, all of the extra levels. Characters, He's like, whatever character skin he, I mean, I don't, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Chris, it's like beyond anything. And he also has been hidden and have been a secret boyfriend before so that's why he's so traumatized with Anna Lee who he met on a hey I want to learn another language website and, and he Annalee speaks very Spanish yeah and Anna Lee has not told his her family at all about him Mm-mm. not at all it's interesting the way that he describes their proposal which is that he proposes and then she's just like Oh, sorry. Wad's so excited. Now, let me tell you right now, if you're on Patreon, you know that Wad has got deep into a packet of some sort of M&M's. I don't know what yellow means. Yellow is peanut M&M's. There should- oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. No, right. I know I'm right. What do you mean? You're right. Okay. As though, like, for many, you right. thought I wasn't right. Okay. I mean, I, I'm mad that I didn't know. So, I'm mad that I didn't know. So, she, he proposes and she goes, ah. Well, does that mean Yes. Uh, Come on, Annalie. Si or no? Si or no, mi amor, mi vida. Yeah. Oh, feliz. Muy feliz. Muy feliz. Feliz. Yo soy muy feliz. Um, Yeah, so basically, that's not the kind of answer you'd want to get, you know? And he's still a little bit like, he kind of even was like afterward he had a lot he doesn't know if it was like real and okay so another thing also is that she has a very close relationship with her dad and you're talking to two people that definitely have close relationships with their dads but i mean this person and her talk like five times a day and i guess in my mind okay so remember how thais's dad just hated american men Mm -hmm. i want to know if it's like that kind of thing where she thinks that her dad is just like no american men just you American yes. men just just use women and you're just going to be like tossed aside and or I don't and or I don't want you to leave the family or live the country if you're taking American men you're going to leave and I say no to that or yeah. like what or if she's like he's gross I don't know you know I don't know like which one is it you know I think that I think that in South America for the, the last 30 to 40 years American men have been coming over there and snatching up young women to bring to the Americas to either be their wives and it's a toss-up in whether or not they treat them well could you imagine the amount of like women who have gone to America for a better life and have never heard had never heard from their family again or who have never been able to reach out to their families again especially before the age of the internet so I can imagine that that is like a thing right 
because it, it's yes. still a thing we we know it we know the passport bros we only have a, a label for it within the last couple of years we know that men do this so american men who cannot find american women or find american women colty's one of them every almost every man on 90 day fiance unfortunately <sighs> is one of them. I, that's right ex- that's a whole ass truth yeah so you have Patrick and Thais who probably aren't that because obviously they're closer to age than in, than more so. But when you have an older man, and I don't think Annalie and Clayton are, but I think, you know, most older fathers who actually give a shit about their daughters might be worried about an older man doing that. Okay, mm-hmm. now, he is skeptical, but he doesn't want to lose her. So he doesn't want to push her and ask her any of those hard questions. So he even said that he's worried about all of these things, but he's not going to actually ask her because then she may not come because she's very much like, if you don't leave me alone, I just won't come. And I'm like, Ooh, that's terrible. This guy has some deep rooted issues and I actually feel bad for him, but I want to see this. I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah, because of the mom. Yeah. And the guinea pigs and the fat chihuahuas. The fat chihuahuas with hats on them. They, Sombreros. He puts, he puts them in costumes. It's a dual effort with him and the mom. Yeah, it is. It's codependency. It's great. It's a gray gardens. Listen, it is gray gardens in every way. Like, if you, you know, like, yeah so have you seen mother darling she's very excited about the cabinet that i recently bought for the cats yeah i mean in that kind of way this was a play then then annalise would be like the only saving great first of all this is like prime thank you so much donnie the fiance this is why it's bad if it's like so bad it's good do you want to move on yep Well, it's like, no, I think we should do 45 minutes for each couple. Let's move on to Gino and Jasmine because Jasmine's dad definitely does not care about whether Jasmine marries an old American man. I definitely haven't seen that. Has that, has that scene ever happened of Jasmine's dad being like, oh, this, this, this big American strong man's going to take advantage of you. I just want to know if that's happened. No, but her mom did the same thing. Like her mom didn't want her to be with Gino. I don't know where Jasmine's dad is. Um, which may account for Jasmine's ridiculous behavior. So she is itchy. Jasmine is itchy. And she doesn't know why. And she's upset. And she turns to Gino and she's like, I, I'm itchy, baby. Baby, I, it's the dolls in the house, baby. I'm so itchy. And he's like, no, it can't be. My house is not dirty. And it's because he thinks that a, a dirty house is a hoarder house. And because his house is not a hoarder house, then it can't be dirty. But I'm here to tell you that it's probably a combination of the fact that she's now in dry weather as opposed to supple, humid weather of Panama. She's now in cold Michigan where it's now dry. It's not humid. And so it's probably that plus the dust. I'm not going to throw the dust as not an option. And she's trying to talk to him about it. And he's insistent that all of a sudden she's allergic to almonds. And she's like, baby, no, I eat peanut butter all the time. It's this house. I don't think it's too much to ask that I get a new pillow. And he's like, well, I'll get you a new pillow, but I'm not getting a new pillow. And he's so aggressively against it that it 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 feels like, oh, you're... You think that she's insulting your way of living and you are really feeling a ways about it. 
you won't buy yourself a pillow. Pillows cost $35. You're going to spend less than $100 for a pillow. And he even spends less than that because he takes it to a thrift store afterwards. <laughs> or a discount. A discount store. Woo! You know, this is like... Yeah, it's like scarcity mindset. I mean, maybe because he also quit his job for a reason. He should, I mean, you should not take, you should not quit your job if you are not financially <laughs> secure. So, yes. I mean, is that bad to say? It's like, yeah, no. we all want time off. And I get that while you were like, he took time off to spend time with her. But it's like, you know, you do have time together though, because at the same time, you have to work. She wants hair. She's been saying she wants hair. There's not. She doesn't want more use. She wants fan, fancy hair and um, fancy nails. She wants every part of her body to be exactly how she wants it and away from how it naturally is. And that <laughs> costs money. It just does. Like, it just is. You know, like, if you don't want to spend money, then you, you know, you can really do like a hyper great beauty regime where you do your own nails and you know you just like put clear polish on them and you just file and shape them and you oil your hair you know and you have like homemade masks with coconut oil you could do it you know but like and that's the like that person though even as i said the robin knob thing that person still requires a bathroom attached yep. anyway <laughs> yeah but when no. Yeah, like you can still do all the stuff, but she needs money to do what she wants to do. And it still just makes me crazy that like he doesn't know that. But um, she is itchy. She is puffy. He's blaming what? Blue diamond almonds. Because it truly, she bought a, sh a, a like a share bag as big as was. And she can't have anything in the house. Like for some reason, there is no like whole foods or she hasn't like taken the steps to make sure that she had beans and rice and things to do complete protein she complains a lot about the food that she has and what she's allowed to eat because she's vegan or whatever and so she's like all i eat is fucking nuts 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 almonds and nuts i've been eating nuts i eat nuts now one small thing about nuts is that there sometimes can be different molds in nuts like cashews is a high mold in nuts. So sometimes people have reactions to not the nuts, but the molds. Anyway, haha, go ahead, Wa. Uh, yeah, so. I love you. He's so annoying <sighs> that he won't buy new bedding for her. I require new bedding. How often? I require fresh bedding. I recently bought four sets of sheets. I didn't mean to. I feel like I bought two sets and then forgot and then bought two more. Mm -hmm. um so so two of them are still in the packaging because i don't need to take them out but i think that it's only healthy and clean to do so there are dust mites and bed mites like not like bugs but like mites like little microscopic thingies that you need to clean i just recently and i'm didn't do I, I don't do it every month i just did it one time and now i need to do it every six months i realized put some baking soda on the mattress and vacuumed it up and I wash my sh my like thing underneath my sheets, my mattress pad. I wash that once a month, and I change my sheets every week. Like you know, two weeks if I'm in a depressive mode. Like I <laughs> I move these things, and you have to do that. And now, if somebody were to come and stay with me, I would change all of that, and oh. I would clean it. Chris does it for me when I go stay at her place. Change my sheets, of course. Yes. And I would change my sheets if someone came and stayed with me. So it's crazy that you wouldn't even change your sheets or buy new sheets for someone who's coming to stay with you. You quit your job, but you won't change your sheets. That don't make no sense to me. So 
it, it also I'll just like this. Some people don't understand dust mites, hair, or like oil, like sweat. I don't think skin. men skin like I, you know. Remember when like the whole thing was like you have to change your mattress every year because it's like doubles in weight because of like how much shit your body just absorbs into the fucking mattress. Gross, gross, gross. But I also feel like certain yes. people, and definitely it's not just gender specific, but it's very. It could be a stereotypical older gentleman thing that like hygiene and the cleanliness and how they view certain things and what's dirty is just different right like whether you walk around you know with shoes on and on a carpet whether you you know put your suitcase on a bed there's all of that that's like whether you think that's dirty or not and Gino doesn't think that that a pillow needs to be thrown away because it's dirty on the inside if it's not if it's still intact it's just right yeah I washed my pillows before my person came to my house, I put I made a like borax, baking soda, liquid detergent solution in the tub and washed my pillows. I don't know when the last time I did that. I never did it before. But when that person came and laid his head on my pillows, I made sure that they were clean. And now I'll do that every six months because I'm not buying new pillows. I like, you know, I'm not buying new pillows, but oh, I'm going to clean them. <laughs> yeah. So back to the story. Look at this. At this at this shop, we won't. Uh, we gave you on the reality games one of our best performances, which was oh. um, our theater rendition of the scene between Gino, Jasmine, and the pillow salesperson at Dee Dee's um, discount because he he took her to a place that's less than Rat Rat Ross. He took her to a discount store. It looks like a thrift store, but it isn't secondhand. It is just so off season that even Ross doesn't want it. So they get there and she's like, baby, look. And she asked the salesperson about changing the pillows. The person says like once a year or every six months. And he's like, not my pillows. And while she's looking around in this store, he's just so upset that she is in here trying to change anything in his home because he believes that his home is not hoarder level dirty so therefore not dirty and then she begins to cry because she realizes that she's not a good mother and that her kids deserve more but then they go in ahead and they call once say y'all on his mouth like liquor like like liquor like 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 liquor i'm sorry hit that once is a great name but yep. also a good name for me to make beyonce references to true and fiance reference it's 90 day once once fiance yeah yeah um so yeah so she had picked up like some betting with some soccer or something like that you know like football i don't know what the sports all <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna yeah, um, yeah, yeah. she's like he's baby he takes soccer classes and he really loves everything is soccer and i'm like soccer classes what's a soccer class you mean like league she means like she, you yeah. know she didn't know yeah games but you know i'll be honest you know she starts crying because she is like, he's so good. You know, he's so good. And I sometimes think I do not deserve him. And I'm going to mess him up. Now, this is a hard one for us to watch. Because all of us. She's right. Right. She's right. <laughs> she's correct. And we're scared. And listen, I won't put that on her as being the only woman in the world to fuck up a child. You know, like, for some reason, it's a grand tradition. But And not even just on that fiance, but in life. But, uh, you know, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> so you know and maybe it's she went tradition of maybe it's a mother mother yeah maybe it's a mother wound that she's gonna pass on but um the other half of me is like 
I wonder though, in his formative years, he, you know, she is abandoning him to be on the show and in life or whatever. I, but I wonder if it's in fact better for him. You know, I don't really know, but he, for all intents and purposes, does seem to love his mom. I mean, at least in these video chats. I don't think that she's abandoning him. I don't think she has been because the truth is, is that filming is not 24 hours of their life. Okay. I think if you go to work, you're just as much out of your kid's life as, as if you're filming. Right. So we love to like, you're right. Like, yeah. So Maybe I think I'm, my mom is shaming her. Yeah, I am. You can cut that a little. Cause we don't know. Right. We you're don't right, know right. every time the cameras are around, the kids are not there and that might be on purpose and it's good. And so it feels like she's never around her kids, but that doesn't mean she isn't the right. moment the cameras are off. Gino then gets in there and he's like, hi, it's Daddy Gino. Hello, Wancy. And then he's like, bone, bueno, but me, muy bone. And she's like, that's, that's Portuguese. Fucking gringo, stupid fucking gringo. Because your, your ex-wife is Portuguese. It's me, I speak Spanish. Yeah. So he, he, he slips up because he just doesn't fucking know how to say hola, mucho gusto, or something. I just... Gino is such an American bumpkin. The fact that he won't learn things in Spanish is so stupid to me. Bueno, he messed up bueno. Okay. So anyway, uh, yeah, that is is, is freaking gringo. I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, They bought the pillows. You know, Jasmine gets her way there. You know, like, moving on. I don't have to tell you. Um, do you want to move on? on? Moving on. Yeah. To who? Nikki and Justin, or do you want to go Devin and Nick? Got it. Devin and Nick, honey. I like this dress that Devin's wearing. It's like this little, like, kind of like selkie or one of those just like princess kind of like um, empire waist, big blue sleeve thing that took over all the goyles, which and it took over me too, which is why I like it. It's fine. But, you know, God bless. Well, yeah. I mean, I really do think that she just she he's so tan and so like hot and then she just i I just love their i love that they look so cute together to me yeah i i I think that she is like super super cute and super interesting and um her the way she talks is so very specifically her she's a very you know her personality is muted she's obviously you know yeah yeah yeah, she is you know like but it doesn't seem like it's a put on. It just really much seems like this person is allowing herself to be on camera and it's not her usual cup of tea. And she just, I mean, yeah, like she got off a plane and she was wearing sweats. And anyway, so, but anyway, so. Wait, do you think so that he like, was the one who told her to apply for this show? Because she had to apply for it as the American. It's always interesting to me when the American is the one that's like demure, like Holly. Or like they're the one that are like weird and like aren't good at being on camera, but they're the ones who applied for it. Like Amanda, did Rosamond force Amanda to apply for this? It's a great question. I don't know. You're right. I don't know. It's a great question, but you know, hot off of her getting there and them crying to be together, which is really cute, and him wanting also to like break the bed. We're driving through Seoul, um, and it looks so interesting. Seoul, interesting. Ha ha ha. I'm sorry. Um, and of course, they also drive by a karaoke place, look like a karaoke fucking palace. That was open till 3 a.m. Now, Korean karaoke is unfuckingly 
unbelievably fun. And so like, yeah, I mean, in life, obviously I would love to go in, you know, there, but you know, it became a whole thing, at least in LA, where you could go to like K-Town and get um, private karaoke boxes. And um, the karaoke there, like obviously has a lot of like Korean songs and you like, you know, I just like, hey, you're, you have your own remote control and you just put in song after song and you either bring your own alcohol or they have some there and you have snacks and you just have your own room and you just like get messed up mm-hmm. and then some, someone's always singing and you can kind of like do whatever you want it's fun yeah yeah i did backstreet um, boys in k-town should it get down good load or go that's high. not backstreet boys sorry i meant sorry oh. fucking calm the fuck down we all thought it no Black i had to speak street. i had to i get it Black Street. should it get down Good lord, uh. baby got a bumping all over town. Uh-oh. Strictly bitch, you don't play around. Cover much ground, got game by the pound. Mm-hmm. That's what I say. Great. Uh, if only we could hear him it now. <laughs> I love Great. this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, obviously, when the movie came up, I was like, oh, Wa's gonna die. So, um, he takes her around, you know, and they go to a market and they get skewers and they say chicken for a moment i'm like is this bitch gonna be that thing where he's like yeah it's just chicken but it's actually chicken feed because we had that like foreshadowing event where he's like if, chicken, if americans only knew that it wasn't chicken feed they would love it you know what i'm saying and i was like if you make this woman eat chicken feed without her telling her that's chicken feed i'd be so upset but she's like down she's like he's like how spicy do you want she's like medium and he's like okay mm-hmm. or maybe she says spicy i'm not quite sure i know that as a medium loving spicy person i would never say hot or in a foreign country because i just mm-hmm. can't imagine that i will be able to eat it but uh that's just because i'm so scared of of uh the subjectiveness of what spiciness is well yeah i love spicy so i would say medium too because other people spicy be like i can't taste my tongue for the next can't use my tongue for taste for the next couple of days and i don't want that i want to still enjoy i want my nose to run but I don't want to not be able to taste the food. So they talk about the way that she needs to behave around his family, that when being passed a beverage, she needs to take the beverage and in hand like this and kind of do a slight bow. And so she's like, okay, we need a bow. And he's like, not a bow, but like a bow. And so she's like, okay. As she's like eating this chicken because she's hungry and we all hungry. And then she's like, also when you drink, you don't want to look the older person in the eye. And so then, you know, she's like, oh, okay. But I'm like, girl, you don't look people in the eye when you drink anyway. When you drink, you're just like, you're not like. When you cheers, you do. Babe, if we were to cheers right now, our glasses, Mm -hmm. we would have to drink looking at each other. Oh, I've never looked at anybody. I'm always just like, oh. Oh my God, I had people that used to like scream at me if I didn't do it. And so I got very, I look exactly like, I mean, just scream like. Scream at you? Who are these yeah. adults? Who are this they? is me. If you take a clink, this is me. This is me right into your face. I will be wide eyed, honey. Like, you know, I am making eye contact. So that is crazy. And I've never heard that. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely true. So uh, here's the other thing. He's like, doesn't want to say the thing, which is the following, like a couple of probably things. But one thing is, Low-key, my parents do not want me to marry an American for a billion reasons. A, because it takes me out of the household, which is something we know from other Eastern, like, Indian cultures or whatever. But, like, also specifically, you know, it, it takes me out of caring for them in their elder age. My Because they know Americans don't want to take care of their parents. Americans drop their parents off in homes and go about their business. But that's not all Americans, you know? 
You know, it's interesting, though, because it's like, think about Handy and Brittany. Like, Handy and Brittany blood are lockup. Handy feels very much like the minute that a child can walk, he's like, cut the cord. But let's just yeah. say 18. Yeah. So why, So it's funny because then, yeah, why would Handy's son take care of him? Or his daughters want to take care of him in his elder age, knowing that, like, the, that he, like, did the bare minimum. The bare minimum. They must be like, listen, you did the bare minimum and we didn't even ask to be in this fucked up situation. You brought us into a relationship that you knew was fucked up with an addict. And then after that was done, you just left us. And so now that you're dying and I'm in the height of my love and my like feeling the best. No, you, you kicked me out at 17 and 18. Like you're good. And if you don't have any money, maybe you should have thought of, I don't know, not giving it to every fucking addict after after you left my mom. I don't yeah. you. I can still go home and live at my parents' home. Yes. I could still, if I needed money, they would come through. Yeah. So there's still that openness, that availability to it. And when people cut that off, those are the people that need to go to homes. <laughs> oh, yeah. The other thing about her is that, you know, she's a sensitive flower. Delicate, sensitive flower, honey. You know, like, she's just. I'm sorry. Who are we talking about? Devin. Great. Go ahead. Your mom. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love uh, where I was. I know, I know. Um, so he's like all, all the things. He's also like, just don't cry. It's okay. Just like, how, how do I say this? Like, what do we do? Also, just like, don't look at him. Don't cry. Just, I don't even know what he expects. This. It's like he. You just need to be kind of like a demure. Check. She's demure, so check. Yeah, but like, yeah, he he needs her to like have her shit together. And what's difficult is she's going to come up, uh, come up against someone who's culturally going to come off as a very dry, cold person to her because this person doesn't, they don't speak at all common language and there's such a divide and she represents taking away her son and doesn't even want her there anyway. So she's going to feel that. And I think that he knows that and is like, just, if you feel anything weird, just keep it on the inside, which is uh, scary, scary to say, but also like great theater. Also smile. Yeah. Also smile. Yeah. Also just be chill. Don't do anything too big. Also, the the parents are going to think that you are a whore who has just been spreading her legs for everyone for the, as far as the eye can see, because that's what I think of American women who are just loosey goosey in the streets. So I don't understand. Fun. Why doesn't he, why, why doesn't she want to go to Australia? Because he cannot go to CRC and she, she, she should know that. Why isn't there? <laughs> Maybe because she's doesn't want to actually, you know, people love to like that one girl who went to see that one light eyed man on the boat. Like, they want to go visit these places. But at the end of the day, they want to live in their small, cheap town. Right? You're going to bring the foreigner to Wyoming. You're going to bring the foreigner to Arkansas. Because, like, why not? I, because he'll hate it. He'll hate every second of it. But And he knows it. He knows it just because, you know, he's been he's been around them parts. But, yeah, yeah uh, she. it's also so funny, yeah, because she definitely isn't someone who, like, has slept around. And she. I, that is one thing that I feel like once his parents meet her, they won't think she's a slut, I feel like, because, you know, she doesn't give off that energy. But speaking of slut energy, shall we, shall we move on? Yeah. I'm like, was like, who are you bringing move on to with that kind of yeah. uh, intro? Nikki and Justin. Oh, yeah. We skipped over them 100%. I know we did. And I don't mind not talking about them because it's very hard. But she, it but, is hard. She, but she does give slutty energy. Yeah. I can say, if she does give slutty, the way she 
every dress, everything is like showing the tightest outfits, the tightest boobs. Like she wants everything to be, she looks like a sex doll. Yeah. I mean, I guess the biggest thing that we find out in this scene is that she has given him a lot of money, 7K specifically for a nose job. We and called it. We did know we did know it. Yeah, we did know that he had a nose job. But the thing is though, he is denying that that happened because he paid her back. And did he I know? I don't know, but I want to know how much. Like I want to know in total how much she's give gave him for Petro for bills or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. I want to know that. And then also someone also brought up and I don't know if it was Maddie, but it's that if the ages are not ages, if the genders were changed, if she were the older gentleman and he were the young woman and the older gentleman were to be like, in 48 hours, if you don't have sex with me, I'm leaving and this is all over. Would we think, oh my God, that's so disgusting. Just because you've given this person a nose job and you've paid for all these things doesn't mean that this poor Moldovan youngin owes you sex. You know what? Obviously we would, we would. And it's interesting because. So then I don't think that Igor owes her sex. Oh yeah. I don't, no one owes anyone anything except authenticity and in the truth if, if asked for it. So I think what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that if you, okay, that's all I'd say. I think that what you owe someone, if you're in a relationship with them is to keep your side of the street clean. And that just means to try, if you can, if, push comes to shove share as much of your your actual truth or authenticity in a very sincere way without hurting someone if 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 asked so what she at her core wants to be like is like are you attracted to me enough to have sex with me and be proud of me and can you love me like uh, the person that i am without any love me the person that i am love me can you have are you attracted like this is by the way whatever this is like so fucking universal are you are you are you into me are you sexually attracted to me why aren't you what seeming like is giving me the affection or attention that i am used to or what usually makes me feel secure and i feel like something is off and what is that so it's is it that you have to is it that you do love me and there are some things that I have to be patient for as you remedy them in your own mind and soul and body? Or are you using me and you never can connect with me this way and you aren't being truthful? And that's not being said. And then what we do get is like a lot of argumentative banter and whether, you know, like fights back and forth because she wants sexual attention. She wants that intimate connection she wants that validation and he's not giving it to her and when he tries to understand why or when he tries to tell her why it's a lot of like well we connect as soulmate and she's like oh no 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 if you don't connect me physically then we're not connecting and that's and to be able to say that in a way or to be able to understand what she needs and to be able to express it is is where she's lacking because you can't just make demands of people you have to be patient. You have to be slow with things, about things. And you also have to be realistic about what's real life and what's delusion. Like, I don't know the answer to this, but I haven't spent so many years with this person. But also, I don't know how much money I've given this person. So it's it's all fucked up, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. It, it really is all messed up. Um, <clears throat> so then 
they go to dinner and when they're at dinner and everybody's face is, is uh, no one's face is blurry. So they've all agreed to this. Mm-hmm. And uh, she believes that someone has clocked her. And I don't understand how she delineates or, or tells the difference between someone who has clocked her and someone who's just staring at her because she looks fucking crazy. That's true. And so for her to say that somebody's clocked her is to me not necessarily valid unless they point and say, I believe this person is trans. I believe this person looks fucking crazy is what it is to me. Like she looks like a person who's had way too much plastic surgery. And I don't know that I'd be able to tell if she were trans or not. She says it's because she has said out loud, because I was born a man, like in this conversation, she says that in English out loud. And then she, now this part is where I feel is like it's producer fed because why would you say that out loud if you had yes. any sort of course of course of course yes and now she could be like well i don't care and now they heard me and now they clock me and it's like well they're gonna clock you if you i don't know say it say that you were trans i mean that's kind of like what it is a little bit so uh basically they get in a little they after their like fight in the picnic area and after they have a good dinner they wake up and they have like a fight over or they they, they fight over at the dinner of whether she's gonna go to the gym that he usually goes to whether he's gonna take her to a gym that she'd like to go to um or be better for her and um he gives her a small win in that after she gets clocked she says he i mean it this was what it, i feels like he does this for her which is to make her feel secure that he like kind of gets up and then just kisses her and sits back down and i do feel like that gave her something i mean this i'm like is this whole season gonna be whether he fucks her or not i feel like it and i don't want that because i need them to get to the u.s to actually be on 90 day fiance and not before the days. Uh... She's not wrong. So uh, we have come to the end. The end of this episode. I don't know. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the end of this episode. So Yeah, let's get out of here. Bye. No Ashley and Manuel. That was sad. I will, Yeah, there's no Ashley and Manuel. It's true. I will say this one thing, though. I would absolutely go to a Berlin club with Nikki and Igor. Not with me. Okay. Rude. You're not, nope. on, the, you're not on the show. Not so on the show. Wanna, look, if, not on the show. I'm sorry. If you want to join us, okay. you would go to DocuSweeties, patreon.com slash DocuSweeties, $10 a month. We do a live every first Monday of the month, which is tomorrow. Chris is no longer my friend, so I don't know if she's coming back and going to be here with me tomorrow because she doesn't want to go to Berlin. But that's fine. If you want to support us, join our Patreon. If you want to support us but you can't join our patreon chris will give you the other options you can go to instagram have you heard of it and type in at docu sweeties we also exist exist on tiktok at docu sweeties we're on x twitter maybe i'm not quite sure at docu sweeties one and we have a facebook group at docu sweeties podcast facebook group um other than that we have had such a great you know, couple of weeks and we're so excited to give even more content and kind of like gear up. We definitely have some docu-series we want to do. And, you know, all the things. We're following Love After Lockup. We know that we are a little bit behind on some last resorts. We'll we'll figure that one out too. Wah, well, I was mad that I even brought it up. But uh, she wants to, the last resort 
this this became like a basement baby for us where we just had this baby we raised the baby until like two or three and then Juan I just put that baby in a cupboard just like fucking what's his face his mom walk in closet and just been like what baby no I don't know it's in there and then like the baby cries we're like nothing's in there you know like we have to we get to get over it. we we understand that so thank you for your patience we uh hopefully we hope you had a great Halloween we're thankful for you in this season and we're gonna have some fun for Christmas too so the holidays thank you all right you guys we'll talk to you later bye bye